Welcome back, Brian, to the one next step. Uh, Brian has stayed on with us to answer one more question, so let's jump right in. Brian, you have great connections to leaders in sports. In the book, you talk about Tom Brady, Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, Chris Paul, and others. If there was one sports figure that you most respect, who is it, why, and what's one of the biggest lessons from them? Okay, I'm going to give you, because I want to give your, your, your listeners something unique, okay? Okay. But I want to give them something Main Street first, but this is just kind of a preview of the answer, okay? I would love to spend an hour with Nick Saban. Yeah. And here's the thing. I do not want to know about the process. I do not want to know about how to win championships or any of that, you know, how to build a staff or anything. If I'm spending one hour with Nick Saban, every question would be centered around the subject of change management. His ability to change over the last 15 years, the type of offense he plays, the type of players he recruits, you you know, just the type of people he hires, nutrition, staff, weightlifting, physical fitness, everything. I would want to say most leaders, when they win, are like, look, I know what I'm doing. So, you know, when you do what I do, then, then we'll listen to you. His ability to change has been phenomenal and actually, I think, extraordinarily underrated. I would want to talk to him about that. Now, he's got to do the greatest change in his life now with name, image, and likeness. But prior up into this, that's what I would want. But the leader that I am fascinated by, I did a deep dive. Okay, Ryan, this will show you what a leadership nerd I am. I did a deep dive about a year ago into European soccer. Okay. And I, of course, live in the South, college football country. Okay. Braves won the World Series. So, (laughs) but European soccer, and I'm like, over there, those 11 players on the field, which they call the pitch, that's like 11 Tom Brady's. And the level of passion that they have and the high stakes leadership of their managers, which we would call coaches, is remarkable. So I'm like, okay, I want to know what it takes to lead in that environment. And I discovered Liverpool's manager, Jurgen Klopp. I am fascinated by the leadership of Jurgen Klopp. I think Jurgen Klopp is one of the greatest leaders in the world. I'm just going to give you a couple of things from from, uh, Jurgen Klopp. And and number one, this is on the process of, of building culture. So, Jurgen wanted to build a team-like family atmosphere when he took over Liverpool. So one of the first things that he did is Liverpool was made up of over 240 players, not counting trainers and soccer players and coaches. Okay, so we're talking marketing people, custodial, you know, the people who handled catering and all that. So you've got 240 employees. So the first thing he did is he formed a team meeting and he sat down the soccer players and he had every employee come in and they stood before them soccer players and said, here's what I do every day to make you successful. Wow. Now, think about that. Think about if I was walking into a room full of Tom Brady's and I'd go, Tom, I'm in marketing. Without me, no one watches you display your trade and execute your and perform your craft. 
I make sure as many people as possible know how great you are. And they brought in 240 of them to tell the players, here's what I do to make you successful. Well, of course, that built this unbreakable bond from the receptionist all the way to Mohammed Salah, who may be the best striker in the world right now. Okay. So can you imagine like you go to a Christmas party and, and like you're there in the buffet line and right next to you is Virgil van Dyke, who's the best defensive player in in the world, you know? And so number one, the ability to build culture and instill in everybody from what I guess we would call an entry-level employee all the way up to the C-suite corporate CEO, that they build a unified structure and leadership culture that everybody knows the value that they bring and how they make the organization successful. The second thing I learned from Jurgen Klopp is how to handle failure. Jurgen has one of my favorite quotes. And of course, this is high-stakes soccer, you know. Yeah. And he he has this quote. He says, the higher you climb performance-wise, the more likely it gets that you'll have a stressful conclusion to the season. Oh, wow. Because only one team's going to win. And so what happens is you cannot, as an organization, define your ultimate success based upon did you walk home with the trophy or not. Because the higher you climb, the more likely it is you're going to have a stressful end. And if you do have a stressful end, I mentioned it earlier in the interview, but failure is just a data point. Failure is an opportunity to get better. Failure is, a, is, a, is an opportunity to do some self-examination and say, we can get better in training, or we can get better in nutrition, or we can get better in recovery, or we can get better in teamwork. Or it just gives you, failure is the vehicle that God uses to give you a chance to become everything that he created you to be. I learned that from Jurgen Klopp. So by me doing some leadership nerd activity of diving into European soccer, where I've also studied Pep Guardiola and Alex Ferguson and some of these other people, learning about failure and learning how to develop a unified and aligned leadership culture throughout all levels of an organization, those are things that I learned from who I think is one of the most fascinating and gifted sports leaders in the world, Liverpool's manager, Jurgen Klopp. That's amazing, Brian. And to realize uh, that there's a lot more to European sports leadership than just Ted Lasso is pretty challenging. (laughs) Uh, No, that's incredible. I can't believe we saved this content for the bonus next up. So I'm so glad you tuned into this today. This was amazing. Um, Brian, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, Ryan, it's been my pleasure. We talked about your PTSD earlier. If we talk again, and I've done a deep dive into cricket, okay, we need an intervention at that point. So, well, maybe you and I should start a leadership podcast all about a, like uh, obscure sports to Americans exactly. and the things we can learn from them. I would uh, be glad to donate my time to that. But uh, Ryan, thank you so much, and to our listeners, be sure to join us next week for more practical tips and actionable tools to advance your business one step at a time and start by making today count.